Hey there, it's Sigrid. If you've been a long-time listener and you're a fan of the Diva story, you might like to know that there's a holiday extra scene available on the website as of three, two, one. It's live. You can go read it now. All right, let's get started with Worth the Risk, part three. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, Part 3. Pastries. Raven pulled back the heavy curtains. It was still dark outside. The lights on some of the medieval houses bounced off the tranquil water of the river. It was a beautiful sight. What a different world it was. Raven's hometown, Atlanta, was nothing like this city. Back home, skyscrapers dominated the view. Here, only ancient churches stretched high into the sky. Most of the other buildings around here were small. Not that Raven had seen much of Gant. She hadn't taken that evening walk she had planned to take. She had been too tired and, frankly, too overwhelmed. After undressing and freshening up, Raven had gone straight to bed. Unfortunately, she was now wide awake at 4 a.m. In Atlanta, it was only 10 p.m. Raven was tempted to call her sister and mom for a few minutes, but she didn't want to risk waking them. They went to bed early quite often, unlike Raven. Damn, Raven mumbled to herself, her stomach growling. She tried to get a better look at the street her nose pressing against the cold glass of the hotel window. She didn't see any stores or restaurants that looked open. All the windows were dark. A sadness settled in her chest and Raven stepped away from the window. She rubbed the spot between her eyebrows, sitting down on the bed. Her eyes adjusted to the darkness quickly. She looked around again. It was a wonderful room with old wooden beams that decorated the ceiling. There was plenty of space and all the furniture was extremely comfortable. It only made Raven feel more alone. Rooms like these were meant to be shared. It had been a while since she had gone on a trip with someone else. She figured it had to have been the weekend in New York with Zara. Grimacing, Raven remembered how fast things had started to unravel between them soon after. She got back up with a heavy sigh. There was no use in playing that tape all over again. It would only make her feel worse. Instead, Raven considered her options for the day ahead. She paced back and forth. Her first to-do should be trying to get hold of Bart. Where the hell was he? Sending his assistant to pick her up from the airport was one thing. Not getting in touch at all after she had traveled all this way was worse. If she hadn't heard from him by 8 or 9 a.m., she'd reach out to Natalie and ask if she had any update. Raven stopped pacing. She suddenly thought of Natalie's brown eyes, twinkling. Tilting her head, Raven wondered what time Natalie usually got up in the morning. She seemed like she could be an early riser. Rolling her eyes at herself, Raven tried to focus on her next steps again. She had no intention of staying inside this hotel all day. She wouldn't meet Bart at the office until tomorrow. There wouldn't be anyone there today, so she was on her own. Her stomach growled again. Maybe I can find a breakfast place online, Raven thought, 
Or I could ask Natalie. If she's awake, she did offer to show me around. Raven scratched the back of her neck just under her bonnet. Whenever she thought of Natalie, the tight feeling in her chest became a little less unsettling. The truth was that Raven dreaded spending the whole day by herself. Slowly, taking one hesitant step at a time, she made her way to the table in the corner of the room. Her phone was still hooked up to its charger. She tapped on the screen without picking it up. She recognized the message icon straight away. Her pulse picked up a little as she tapped again to see who had sent her a message. There was one from her sister, another from her mother. At the top of the list, there was a number she didn't recognize. It was long and looked international. Raven grabbed her phone, the corner of her lips curving up slightly as she opened the message. Hey, is the hotel room okay? Hope you had a good night's sleep. Let me know if you want a guide to show you around in the morning. Natalie. Raven's tentative smile now spread across her entire face. She checked the time the message had been sent. 4.01 a.m. That was a very early hour to be texting someone you had only met once, she thought with a grin. A tingling feeling started spreading in her chest, chasing the tightness away altogether. Raven rolled her shoulders and considered her reply. Should she ask Natalie about breakfast, or was that too pushy? Her growling stomach answered the question for her. Do you know a decent breakfast place that's open? I'm starving and could really use something yummy. Raven reread what she had written and hit send. The blue text balloon shifted on the screen and the word delivered appeared in small text underneath. Hoping for a quick reply, Raven stared at the phone until she remembered the early hour. Right, she realized. Natalie might have gone back to bed. Her gaze drifted to the fruit bowl on the dresser. The apple didn't look that bad. She sighed and went over to pick it up, holding on to her phone in her other hand. It vibrated just as she sunk her teeth into the fruit. It was surprisingly cold outside. The sun was now up, but obscured by a thick band of clouds. Raven shivered, pulling her hands up into her sleeves. Several seagulls flew by. Raven wondered how far away Ghent was from the seaside. It had been years since she had visited a beach. She was curious what it looked like here in Belgium. Maybe check out this place first, Raven thought, looking left and right. She crossed the cobblestone street and walked up to the water. An old green metal fence was the only thing between her and the waterway below now. She grabbed it with both of her hands despite the cold. Raven peeked down. The water looked murky. Under the bridge to her right, the water looked even darker. More birds sat on the stone borders of the waterway, squawking. A jogger in tights and a hoodie crossed the bridge at a pretty rapid pace. Raven's eyes followed the woman, surprised to see her turning into the street. The jogger was now waving at her. Raven quickly straightened, unsure what to do. It wasn't until the jogger stopped in front of her, about eight feet away, that she recognized Natalie. She raised her hand in a clumsy greeting. I 
was about to go out for a jog when I saw your message, Natalie said in between shallow breaths. She placed her hands in her sides. There are very few trams on Sunday mornings. Flustered, Raven replied. You go jogging this early? Only when I wake up and can't get back to sleep, Natalie said, adjusting her paper face mask. God, these things suck sometimes. Raven instinctively touched her own mask where it kept rubbing her skin in the wrong way. Tell me about it. So, you hungry, huh? Natalie asked, her eyes narrowing as she smiled. She placed a foot on the metal fence and started to stretch. The muscles of her upper thigh flexed under the tights. Raven quickly looked away, tucking her hands in the pockets of her jacket. Yeah, but you didn't have to race over here. I mean, I could have waited until you were ready, she said, a bit shy. It's okay, Natalie replied. Unless you think I smell, she joked, sniffing under her arm. Chuckling, Raven shook her head. No, I can't smell anything from here. Natalie pointed at her in triumph. Social distancing has its benefits. That it does. Raven laughed, shifting her feet a little. She sort of regretted having to stay away from Natalie. Okay, so food, Natalie said, tugging at the cord of her hoodie. We don't have many options. Most places don't open until nine or ten. Oh, Raven replied, grimacing under her mask. That's another three hours. Yes, Natalie confirmed. But we can have a picnic. A Raven repeated slowly. Picnic? Natalie nodded happily and waved Raven along. Follow me, Miss Robinson. I did promise you an adventure. Raven adjusted the thick elastic band that kept her braids together. All right, all right, show me what you got. Natalie had a spring in her step while they walked toward the bridge. Her enthusiasm was infectious. Are you always this excited in the morning? Raven asked, amused. Natalie rubbed her hands together. No, she admitted. But this is a nice morning. Raven couldn't help but smile. So, do you have family back home? Natalie asked as they stepped onto the bridge. Raven stopped to take in the view for a moment. Rows of medieval-looking buildings fronted the river, which grew a bit wider in the distance. It was a stunning sight. Lots of tourists take a picture here, Natalie said, joining Raven. I can see why, Raven replied. I think I should send my mom one. Natalie fished her phone out of the front pocket of her hoodie. Want me to take one? Raven's first impulse was to decline. She hardly knew Natalie and felt a little self-conscious. But her mom really would love to see this. She pursed her lips and finally said, Okay, sure, thanks. Natalie looked to the left and right before walking to the middle of the bridge. Okay, if you want to do it without your mask, you'll have to hurry. We're alone for now. That's okay, I'll leave it on, Raven said, placing her elbow on the metal railing of the bridge. Perfect, Natalie said, raising a thumb. Let me take one more, she added and adjusted her grip on the phone. Come on, wave at your mom. Cheeks glowing, Raven waved shyly. Her eyes darted around until they locked with Natalie's. Even from this distance, Raven could see them sparkle. She held her breath for a moment. The high-pitched sound of metal scraping over metal sent a chill down her spine. Raven's eyes snapped to the right. A tram had turned around the corner, approaching the bridge. 
Natalie saw it too and calmly walked to the side. The city's waking up, she said, barely audible over the noise of the tram. Let's go before it gets busier. Raven fidgeted with the zipper of her coat as she followed Natalie. They left the bridge behind and crossed a small square. It was surrounded by more of the tiny, beautiful houses with stepped gables. I hope you like pastries? Natalie asked, just as a delicious scent reached Raven's nose. She quickly searched for its source and saw that all the lights were on in one of the houses. Behind the small windows, countless loaves of bread and pastries were displayed. The door of the shop stood wide open and the customer walked out, carrying several paper bags. Raven's mouth started to water. Oh my god, I love pastries, she said a little breathlessly, hurrying over to the windows to see what was on offer. Natalie laughed. I was hoping you'd say that. Raven glanced to the side. You're a great guide, she said, pointing at Natalie. You know where to find the good stuff. Natalie's eyebrows arched above her mask. I sure do, she replied. This was part three of Worth the Risk. Thank you so much for spending time with me in my favorite city and my home, Hyunt. There's something special to me about this story. Obviously, it takes place in my own town, so that's cool, but it also gives me the opportunity to do something special with the sound design. Every outdoor sound you're hearing in the story Worth the Risk is actually recorded in Ghent. So it's me going out with my gear and recording the background sounds of what's happening in this city in the exact spot where um, I've imagined the story taking place. So I've been having a lot of fun with that and I like it because it kind of gives you an audio tour of my town of Ghent in Belgium. A special thank you to the supporters of this podcast who fund my super geeky audio stuff <laughs> recording in the city. And of course, me writing these stories, recording them and producing them. So thank you um, for helping me out and keeping these stories available for everyone. This was the last episode of the year 2020. I think no one is sad to see 2020 go. Um, I think there's hope for 2021. We just gotta, you know, stick together for a few more months. Stay safe, take good care of each other, and take very good care of yourself. And I will see you in the next year, 2021, for the next episode of Worth the Risk. Happy holidays. Oh, don't forget about the extra scene. Hannah and Millie want to hang out with you. You can find out how they're doing in 2020. Go check it out. All right, that's all. <laughs>